Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast. Nick Jankovs is here, uh, another solo episode. I'd like to say back by popular demand, but um, after last week's uh, instalment, but just a clash of schedules meant Luke and I couldn't get on uh, for a conversation this week, but planning to get some uh, some more discussions back. I think it's useful here in a couple of perspectives, but this one's almost a bit of an old school uh, podcast episode, and we've touched on swimming a few times on this podcast, and I've talked about it a bit, and we've definitely got Tyler on in terms of he's our gun swimmer of the, the Mets crew, but... I just wanted to talk about where I'm at with my swimming at the moment because I think it's a useful um, sort of pro- set of progression that I'm going through at the moment. So for those who are unaware, um, I unfortunately suffered a, a very, very minor sort of more so bone stress injury, but um, very, very minor borderline stress fracture in my tibia um, going just over a month ago now. Uh, so I haven't been able to run and I've only recently as of yesterday. So uh, the, the Wednesday before this podcast comes out, which I believe is the 9th, um, that, that's going to be the first bike session or is the first bike session back. So still not uh, still not going to be able to run for a couple of weeks. So I've been getting back into the pool uh, after a big layoff. So the last time I consistently swam was in the lead up to a 70.3 back in 2019. So pre-pandemic, long time. Uh, I grew up a bit of a swimmer as, as I've sort of mentioned before. But so in terms of getting back in, it wasn't going to be a, a real struggle, but there were going to be some things there that, that were going to be difficult. Namely, one of those being I wasn't able to kick. So um I guess in terms of the progression, what I've been trying to do is just use that as a, a bit of cross-training in the time being. I definitely want to continue the progression in terms of swimming. But there's been a couple of things that I've, I've sort of listened to and, and heard in various uh, other podcasts and media over the last little while. Some conversations with the guys in terms of particularly Tyler around some things we've watched on, on YouTube, some of Lionel Sanders stuff at the moment. He's obviously um, one to watch in terms of uh, how he's progressing from a swimming perspective, being, um, when I say notoriously a slower swimmer compared to the top end of the elite field. And just a few of the points that sort of stood out to me, I think might be useful. So one of those uh, getting back in was because I wasn't able to kick, um, I wasn't allowed to kick as a result of protecting uh, protecting my left leg a little bit, um, having been in the moon, but it was it, all, all pull really sort of um, opened me up to thinking about my stroke and thinking about my catch in the water, my feel for the water. And really, that just became an emphasis over the couple, first couple of sessions. So uh, this can go for anyone who's getting back in the pool after a long period of time. Maybe you're getting back into some training and racing. Um, if you've been injured and you haven't been able to swim, etc. Just emphasis on just feeling the water, not trying to force it, staying nice and relaxed. And I guess this nice and relaxed mindset is echoed by arguably one of our greatest swimmers ever in terms of Ian Thorpe. I was listening to the radio the other week and, and they interviewed him in, um, about a, a charity swim that was coming up. Um, and he was talking about one of the best ways uh, to, I guess, improve your swimming and feel a lot more comfortable in the water, be a bit faster in the water, is to be as relaxed as possible. And, and now that's something that I see quite a lot. And I, we, we talk about quite a lot with a lot of the, the clients we work with is um, most are fit enough. Absolutely. A lot of us are fit enough to be really good swimmers. But it's the technical aspect that quite often when you feel like you're working really hard in the pool, but you're not going any faster, it's probably as a result of just trying to force things. Bit tense, bit tight. Um, and, and sort of Thorpey, I guess, aligned that with uh, basically use the analogy of if you're really stiff and really and really sort of stressed in the water, um, you're going to be like a rock. You're going to sink. Uh, and, and that's definitely something I noticed in, in that first swim back was um, I tried to just settle into a bit of a rhythm first, but then as I tried to pick up the pace and I, I started to tense up a bit, um, again, given I wasn't able to kick, so I was all through my arms and they started to get tired, started to tense up a bit. I was trying to force the water too much to try and gain speed just to see where I could, uh, how fast I could go with no kick after a long layoff. 
um, I actually started to get slower rather than uh, rather than necessarily get any faster. And it wasn't until I started relaxing down and going, let's just think about my catch and really executing the stroke to a high standard was where I started to pick up some of that speed again. So an interesting thing there um, to remember is that when we're in the pool, when we're in the water, so much of it has to do with that feel aspect and, and so much of it has to do with being relaxed. Um, on a side note, coming back to my point on some discussions around what Lionel Sanders is doing, an interesting thing out of one of his recent YouTube videos was he talked about his coach telling him to, or his current coach, tell him to swim, swim smooth. Um, and I guess that's a similar trend, isn't it? It's we're not trying to force the water. You want to work with it. Um, anytime we work against against the water and again that that tenseness, that tightness, we we tend to sort of we're, we're going to have to exert a lot more a lot more effort, and and our body just can't uh, create that. Like it's the same as on the bike. If you're punching into a really big headwind, you have to produce significantly high watts higher watts to be able to sustain the same speed. If it's a it's a 30, 40 k an hour headwind, um, in the pool you, you just can't lift up the intensity that much. Like it's much easier to do that in that bike example I just gave. Um, even then you're going to be, you're not going to have to sustain it for a long period of time. You'll fatigue quite quickly. And the pool, it's just exaggerated. Um, there's so much going on in terms of drag. It's a completely different uh, environment, but the more you can stay relaxed, smooth stroke, um, largely is going to be one of the keys to opening everything up. And that's where, as I start to progress now, I actually just came back from a swim um, as of recording this. And, and I've started to be, I've been allowed to start kicking again I've sort of noticed that the coordination aspect, I've lost a bit of calf strength in my left side. So the coordination and, and movement aspect of my kick is actually not really helping me. So um, as I try to go faster, as I tense up, but also as I add in that extra, um, I guess, complicated factor of adding in a kick now that I haven't I haven't done for quite some time, I'm now finding it's just, it, it's getting harder and harder again. So again, but the, my position is to just revert to try to swim a nice smooth stroke as a primary. Um, there's so many different variations of what a really, really good stroke might look like. Uh, a, a great example that comes to mind is someone like Ian Thorpe. He had quite a really nice stroke, if you look at it, like very, very sort of symmetrically type stroke. But you look at someone like a Michael Phelps, had a very lopsided freestyle stroke, um, both very, very fast, both had the strokes that worked for them, but both both of them are very, very smooth through the water. They're not necessarily chopping through. Uh, obviously, they're swimming quickly and there's a bit of splash going on when they are swimming quick, but they're, they're, they're moving through the water really, really well. Um, and again, in that sort of smooth smooth way, a relaxed way, which ultimately is allowing them to, to go go fast when they do want to exert that effort, they, they can transition that into a faster, uh, a faster swim. So, Couple of those, a couple of those thoughts around around sort of getting back into it um, after a, after a little bit of a layoff. The the thing I'm going to start start to do uh, over the next little while as I as I build a little bit of the volume out. So I've only really been swimming sort of one k uh, in the pool each set, just as a um, trying to just get back into things. And I want to overcook it and sort of end up with another injury through my shoulders or anything like that. Again, I'm only just coming back into the kick side of things. So um, something that I'm doing is is just working on fifties, uh, really short and sharp six to eight fifties, um, slowly just bringing the rest time down as I get a little bit quicker um, to just try and get the pace back up to where I where I could previously, trying to get some coordination back. I even noticed today that um, I'm starting to get a little bit of that feel, my kick back as my calf sort of strengthens back up. So it's just gonna be a bit of a slow process, but I'm gonna work on, again, smooth stroke, calm stroke, stay as relaxed as I can. That's gonna lead to a better, a better output. But then as I progress, I'm gonna start building up that volume. And I guess, Tyler's talked about this on the podcast before in terms of quality is much better than quantity. Rather jump in and do uh, eight really high quality 50 meter efforts um, than jump in the pool and try to swim 3K continuously and, and sort of have the stroke all over the place and be swimming slow anyway. I'd rather start to build that speed up. And, and that's sort of that byproduct of once we build that sort of relaxed, um, smooth stroke, 
transitioning that into slightly quicker speed is, is just a case of just moving things a little bit faster. We're not we're not trying to force anything um, or anything like that. We're just trying to move things a little bit quicker. And then also, as, a, uh, as an add-on to that in the future, is then we start to build out the volume a little bit more, um, extend the, the 50s that I'm doing out to the 100s, um, out to some longer sets, maybe some more continuous type stuff and, and sort of progress it that way. So just a couple of thoughts, a bit of a, a bit of a short one. I'll, I'll sort of wrap it up now, but a um, couple of things around that swimming side of things really emphasize the, the more stressed and, and tense you are, the harder it is to swim and the more you sort of force it, the harder it is as well. So smooth, calm, relaxed stroke uh, is gonna be the best way to be able to swim fast as a broad concept. Um, the little ins and outs, obviously try to get your stroke analyzed uh, by someone, by a, a top quality swimming coach. We had we had effortless swimming on the podcast before. They're absolutely awesome in terms of that space. Uh, definitely recommend checking out some of their stuff in terms of improving your stroke and your technique. Um, but work on work on quality over quantity and, and that smooth, calm, relaxed stroke first. Those are the big sort of tickets and I'm sort of experiencing that firsthand. So hopefully you got a little bit out of my sort of insights of what's going on at the moment. Back on the, the usual podcast bandwagon, uh, hopefully from next week. Uh, once our schedules align better, we can get some some stuff out to you. But if you have any questions or topics you want us to cover uh, on the podcast or any insights around your swimming at the moment, love to hear it. Uh, send me an email at nick at metsperformance.com or head over to our Instagram page at metsperformance. Um, send us a DM there with your questions for the podcast and, and any topics you'd like us to cover um, or just let us know how you're going in your training as well. Always love to hear uh, the feedback from how you've implemented some of the stuff you've, you've heard on the podcast or if you've come and seen us in the lab. Always love to hear all that uh, that feedback from you as well in terms of how you're going. So I'm going to leave it there. Not short one today, and we'll catch you next time.